Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Amazon Scriptwriter. I wrote a pilot on Amazon Scriptwriter. It's about an Ethiopian boy who was born into French royalty, and must traverse the Ganges to find the place that his ancestors had professed. The script has not been sold or even optioned. This is it. This is it. This is the anecdotal experience. Still doing it. Still here. Today's guest, Nolan Miller. Nolan's been on the podcast a shit ton of times. But today we talk about what's it like being gay? What's it like coming out of the closet at a late age? What's it like being comfortable with your sexuality? We're going to find out today. It's going to be fun. You're going to love it. Love Nolan. Great guest. If you want to be on the podcast, just message me. Just message me. Don't be shy, and you'll do the podcast. Just let me know what you want to talk about. We'll get it on. Man, this is a good episode. Uh, if you want to buy sweatshirts, hit me up. I think I posted on the Anecdotal Experience Instagram. Uh, if you want a t-shirt, let me know. Um, do that. Email me. Do it on the Facebook. If you have my number, text me. Uh come to LA, hang out with me, stay in my apartment, but for like two days, don't overstay your welcome. Let's do it. Let's do this episode with my good friend, Nolan Miller. Yeah, man. So what's up? Uh, how long, how long have you been, how long have you been gay for? <laughs> I like the way you asked that. Uh, so I would say uh, I've always known, but when I was re- like if, uh, in like pre- previous episodes, I talked about like how I was like super religious uh, in high school. And I think I like knew, but I like, I thought it was a sin. So I intentionally just like pushed it down as far as I could. What were your first homosexual like? Okay, so, you you know, you grow up, you get all sexualized. You start seeing something that turns you on. For me, it was uh, the prostitutes in the film The Scorpion King that (laughs) like made me like, yeah, I like that. Those prostitutes are that's what's up. I want I hope they're in more scenes. What was it for you where you were like, oh, that's what's up? I think it was, um, so I watched, I, I was a big fan of Smallville. Okay. And I think, like, I I always, like, said I had a crush on, like, the girl in it, but I actually just had a crush on the guy who played Superman. Really? Yeah. Was it like, okay, was it like a crush crush or was it a sexual thing? It was like a sexual thing. Really? Interesting. So what did you, were you telling yourself you had a crush on the female lead? Or were you just telling other people that and you just knew, you know, were you lying to yourself? I, I think I was lying to myself because I, I, I thought it was bad. So I think it was uh, like, but the reason I watched it was because of him. Right. And that's the only reason. So like, it really was still him. When did you realize, because, all right, you're a Christian, you're going to church, you went to Christian school. Did you, you didn't, did you want to be a minister? 
At one point I did, yeah. All right, so you're going through all this, and what are your thoughts and feelings on God and your sexual desires? What are you, are you thinking like, oh, I'm going to change this. I'm going to be attracted to women, and I'm going to find a wife, or are you, or are you like, I, how, what are your emotions towards your sexuality? So I, I was always, uh, comfortable around women. Like I wasn't like awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never felt, it always felt platonic. Like I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, I would never date you. And it was like every single woman I met. So, yeah. um, with like the God thing going into the religious school, I kind of already had in the back of my head that I probably was going to leave the faith going in. Really? Well, because I, I had the whole, like, mental illness stuff that, like, was a part in the, in my in high school. So going into the Christian college, of going into ministry, it was like a fear in the back of my head of, like, I don't think I'll ever actually, like, have faith again. Because okay. I didn't really going in. So your faith had already started to... Crumble. Fade. Okay. With with your homosexuality, was that what did it? Or, like... No, it was the mental health stuff. It was the... Like, the just the suffering I went through. Um, so this was after... This was... At, uh, yeah, we don't have to get back into that. But you had no. a mental breakdown. So this was after the mental breakdown. Yeah, and I went to a Christian college in Cincinnati... And I will, I, 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 I think I went specifically for the thought of maybe I can get my faith back. Okay. Did you miss it? I, I miss the, the community aspect of it. Like feeling like you belong in something. Right. I, but I think that's the only thing I truly missed. But did you ever think that even if you did get back in the community and have that sort of churchy, like we're all here Bible study and praying together. Did you think you would even be accepted as a homosexual though? Or did you think, Oh, I'll change. So, cause in college, the funny thing is in college, I dated girls. Um, okay. Like I had a girlfriend for like a year in college. Okay. What's that like? Uh, it was, it was interesting because that's like who I lost my virginity to, actually. Okay. Um, and so it was kind of like, it was just kind of like, it was sex, so it was good. You know, like. Yeah, but, uh, okay, all right. No, here, here's this. If I were to have sex with a man, it would it would be very disturbing for me. I got you. Like it was always awkward, and I never was like a hundred percent in, and she noticed that. But I kind of just felt like it, it felt like a chore, and that's why I, that's how I kind of got to like feel like, oh, this isn't how I play. Okay, so that's when you were really coming to terms with it. And you're like, I don't really like the sex I'm having. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I didn't really fully accept it myself until she broke up with me and the reason she did is she like pretty much just like outed me and she was like like just to like her and me she was like you aren't happy you aren't happy because you're gay yeah 
And then you said what? And then it was like I was like silent for like five minutes. I like didn't know what to say. And I think because of that, I actually kind of that's when I kind of accepted it. Was when I was like, if if I wasn't, I would just say no immediately. Right. It was like kind of like my like conscious self and my subconscious like wrestling with each other. It's kind of weird. And if you can't hide it from someone else, you can't hide it from yourself. Yeah, exactly. Dude, what's that? So were you okay? I'm not even gonna ask for permission to ask this question, but like, you're having sex care. with your girlfriend. What are you thinking yeah. about, dude? Because like, boobs and fat butts and stuff <laughs> have to be like, whatever. I could take or leave this. Like, what are you thinking about, dudes? Are you like, how are you? Because you're you're getting there, you know. What are you thinking about? Yeah, I think the big thing was just like a lack of intimacy in this in this stuff. Like, it was always very, it was never very like emotionally heated. Okay. And and uh, and a lot of it actually, even though I didn't really enjoy it, it was a lot of just making sure she was pleased, and I didn't okay. really even try to please myself. Gotcha. So it was truly the chore. It was an act of like. <laughs> Okay. Love. Exactly. Because I truly did. I, I, I truly did like have feelings for her, but it was platonic for me. Interesting. So, all right. So just to, for my sake, what, okay, let's say you see her, um, you guys, you know, she breaks up with you the next, the next day you see her making out with some other guy. Are you totally, are you like, good for her? I'm glad she's with a guy. Or are you, is there any part of you that's like jealous at all? It depends on the guy, honestly. Because oh, like, okay. I, I, I have kind of You're like jealous a of her. relationship. <laughs> well, no, it, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, it was, it was more of a like, it was like a, oh, is she good? Is he good enough for her? Cause like I had like a almost like a brother sister vibe with her in a weird way. Interesting, yeah, and that is not what a woman wants from a partner. No, it's not at all. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so all right, so she breaks up with you, um, and this is you're beginning in beginning my it's like beginning of my junior year of college. Okay, so what so what now? What are you? When do you? When do you? When did you actually come out? Actually, I didn't come out until this Thanksgiving. Yeah, because you you messaged me about that, and that's super. Because how old are you? I'm 24. So you were in college the whole time, and you you were in the closet. I, I once I realized I intentionally did that because of the college I was at. Okay, and then once you were released from it, you're like, ah, I can be who I want. Whoever I want. Yeah, exactly. Did you have... Tell us about gay crushes, dude. What do you mean? What was your first... Like, did you have crushes on guys in high school and middle school and college, but you couldn't really do anything about it? Like, what was that experience? Because, you know, you grow up, adolescence, you get crushes. You fall in love, you know? Yeah, I... It was weird because a lot of the time I like denied it because of my religious feelings. So 
often I had this like um, in the back of my head I was like oh I really like this guy like I want to hang out with him a lot but it was actually just like damn he's hot really he's hot. so it was yeah. okay so a lot of it was just like you were like feeling the emotion of lust toward the dude but you were like oh he's a cool guy but in reality you're like nah I'm trying to get it yeah but was there did you ever get any vibes from any of the dudes that you were like hey maybe he's in my boat or were you just like nobody's nobody's on my boat so there were people in my boat but I never like they were all out and I didn't want to be associated with that because they were all out okay you weren't ready yeah so I was like ah that's because as soon as you like hang out with them a lot in high school it's like kind of implied like oh he's probably with them okay so these were high school dudes because in, yeah. in your college there you probably weren't allowed to be gay right um th- that's I have a really funny story about that actually so 10 years before I went there they had a they had a softball team, and they an RA caught two of the softball players having gay sex. Okay, wait, these are female. Yeah, female okay. softball players, and so they uh, the administration of the school gave them a choice. They said you could either go to counseling at the school and kind of like stop being gay, or you could be expelled. Okay. And they chose the counseling and they still expelled them because the board of trustees wanted them gone. Hmm. And then funny enough, they got rid of the entire softball team out of paranoia. (laughs) Okay. So you can't be gay at Cincinnati Christian. So now it's changed. That's why I said it's 10 years ago. Okay. So long ago, dude. That Not was, very long ago. Yeah. But that was, bef- that was before private schools had to uh, enforce Title IX stuff. Oh, what's that? Title IX is like discrimination, like charges, or like sexual stuff. Like a lot of rules regarding like protecting students being able to be who they want to be. Interesting. Kind of stuff. A lot of colleges have it now. I think if you want to be accredited, you have to have it. Fascinating. Okay. So my school's accredited now, so they can't really openly be homophobic. Okay. Fascinating. And now they actually, one of my really good friends from the school who is gay is like ahead of them, ahead of like their, uh, like Gay Straight Alliance or something? No, he like works at the school. He's a staff member. Oh, when he's openly gay. Yeah. Like dates people and everything. Is he Christian? Yeah. That's what's up, dude. That's pretty cool. I feel I'm proud of Christians, dude. I I just feel like I don't know, I have a I have a hard time with it. Like cause it's hard to de- it's hard to deny the homophobic stuff and the religion. Mm-hmm. Would you have, had you come out while you were there, would you have been shunned? No, 
because he already came out. He came out as a student there a year before I was a senior. So he was a senior in college, and he wrote a blog basically coming out. But you didn't come out just because you were like, I don't want to deal with it. Well, because I wanted to see how they reacted before I came out. Okay. Which is kind of selfish of me, but it's also just like seeing how many pitchforks. You know, I just wanted to see how many pitchforks people had, like, after he, he like, outed himself. Yeah, man, people... That's you can protect yourself. That's fine. No, no, I don't like have guilt over it. I just, I'm just saying, like that's the reason why. Okay. So now that you're out, people know you're out in all your communities. Okay, let's talk about your parents. How mom and dad yeah. feel? Um. So it wasn't it. It wasn't negative. And it wasn't, um, it was very emotional. Okay. Um, Mainly, I I think they felt hurt that they, I didn't feel like I could come out sooner. Okay. Um, But I never actually like talked with, about it with my dad. Oh, really? It was just my mom, and she told him. I felt really... I, I, I didn't feel comfortable telling him. Okay, so your mom's reaction was just a little bit disappointed that you didn't feel comfortable talking about it. Yeah, except... So, after I told them, I felt like, oh, I can just say it on Facebook, because they know those are the only people I'd be worried about knowing. Right. So, I did... And then it was like a, another th- Thanksgiving thing we did at a different place. Um, and it was after I put it on Facebook. And my mom was like, I didn't know you'd say it on Facebook. Like, now my friends know. Ooh, that's an interesting. That's interesting. So she was, was she ashamed of you? It sounded like it. But I think. It was just like they, a bunch of people were texting or asking questions, and it's kind of overwhelmed her. That's fair, man. People, it's so funny. Like, people, like, I feel like you should, if you say you're gay on Facebook, people, I feel like people would just be like, like, if I were to say I was gay on Facebook, I feel like people would just be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Live your life, you know. But people still find it like they have to talk about it. Like it's interesting. I feel like it's so pedestrian. It's just like, oh, I like I like men rather than women, you know? Yeah. But also my parents live in like a midwestern Indian Indianapolis like suburb. That's yeah. So No, I'm saying the- I'm saying the same, dude. Like if I were to come out as gay, are my parents basically the same. They would get tons of text messages and all this stuff, and because they're so behind, you know. Yeah, just like where they live, right. it's very behind. What's dad think now? Um. So, I think okay because he hasn't changed how he treats me, which is still pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, so I think. The only reason I didn't tell him in person 
because I know he's not a very emotional person. Um, just in general, he doesn't really like talking about his feelings. Very man's man. Yeah. And so I just felt like I would be doing him a service by him just knowing from his wife instead of me. Yeah, that's fair. You can just be like, hey, we, he knows. It and makes he, it less weird. Yeah, he doesn't. It's if it's a, It sounds like it's a conversation that doesn't need to be had. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just business as usual. Hey, In your I was house. having a conversation with my brother because um, they knew before my parents knew because mm-hmm. they were cool with it, like 100%. Right. Um. But I was drinking with one of my brothers, and we were both, like, pretty drunk. And he drunkenly said, yeah, after you told our parents about all that, my mom said, oh, it's just a phase. Oh, really? And I never really confronted that or, like, tried to talk about that. Because I feel like that's just kind of like a denial thing. I agree. And I feel like if she sees it not change, she'll eventually just be like, oh, that's how it is. Yep. Yep. That's um, that's a thing. Guys don't. Here's this is I heard this from someone. If a man, if a guy says that he's bi, he will end up with a man. If a girl says she's bi, she will end up with a man. Guys don't, they're not curious. They're not bi-curious. No, they just know. Because there's a thing, it's being gay in our culture as a man is like, it's something, even, even me as a straight man, there's something like, when I watch like a movie like, uh, Call Me By Your Name or Milk or Brokeback Mountain. There's yeah. something when I watch that, there's something inside of me. Uh, maybe I'm just not that woke, but there's something inside of me that like has a physical reaction to watching two men be affectionate with each other. Oh, I get it. And it's not like, I feel like there's a, it's not fun and cool to make out with your buddy, but I feel like for girls, there's like this, uh, idea of like we're f- what look at me I'm wild if I make out with my friend you know yeah this I also think news. like I agree because I think actually the first thing noticing for me was that I was a lot more affectionate with my male friends than my female friends ah interesting like, I wasn't afraid to touch my male friends but I was kind of like Leaving space with every woman I interacted with. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you just weren't as drawn to physical affection with them? Yeah. That's it. I feel like you would be. You know what I mean? I feel like you'd have... Because with me, I'm more... I'm more probably... I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, like... um, So much so that like I intentionally didn't have that many female friends because I just wanted to be around guys all the time. Interesting. But I feel like for me, but I feel, okay. I think, all right. To argue that point, me, I have way more male friends 
Yeah. Because I, I don't feel like I have that. I have a lot of male friends and then a lot of like female friends that are in relationships or married or something like that or lesbian because I can, I feel like I can speak with them more honestly and there's not that sexual tension of like we could you know what i mean like we could have sex right now you know yeah. like there's not that yeah so i i like i appreciate hanging out with the bros because i'm like dude i'm not having sex with any of these guys there's nothing there there's nothing weird to worry about i'm chilling yeah i feel like i'm like more emotionally intimate with my female friends than with some of my male friends. Yeah. That aren't gay. Um, but I'm more physically affectionate with my male friends. Interesting. How do they, do you notice any, like in your communities, do you notice any like weirdness when you're physically affectionate? And then are any guys kind of, uh, does it repel people being like, Whoa, buddy, I'm not gay, dude. No, because I have pretty like strong emotional attachments with anyone. I'm actually choose to be a physically affectionate to. So like, it's cool. Like I'm not like creepy with someone I barely know, you know, like it's not something I do with everyone. It's like, like if you, if I do that, if I like hug you, I'm not a big hugger. So if I hug you, it means like, oh, I care about you more than a lot of people. Got it. And it's cool to hug because you're like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's funny because I have, we. there's a guy and we both know, uh, he's gay and I've seen him be physically affectionate with uh, like mutual friends of ours. And yeah. He's, I mean, he's been like very vocal about like, he's, I'm not his type, right? So he's never, there's never anything weird, but yeah. I've seen him be like really physically affectionate with some of like our mutual friends. And I'm like, yo, dude, if he was doing that to me, I would be cool about it. And I would be actively trying to act cool, but I would. Deep down, you'd be weird. I w- Oh, for sure, man. I, I, yeah. I would be like this is this is bizarre and i don't know what it is man but i would be like i remember seeing him do that like he was like cuddling with one of my friends who's straight and uh he was being like real i'll tell you their names i mean you know both guys but i would just (laughs) remember seeing them and being like oh man i'm so glad this dude is not attracted to me because that would make me so uncomfortable i also think i'm uncomfortable with uh physical affection too so Oh, really? Yeah, there's something about it. It has to be, like, the right context for me. But for, like, generally speaking, um, like, what he was doing to this buddy of ours, I, it would have, like, really, it would have really freaked me out. So, like, I can only be that way with, like, a straight guy if I know, like, they know that, like, nothing will ever happen. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, if there's, like, like, an understanding where it's, like, this is totally fine, nothing weird. Because if I know for sure they're straight, I'm not really attracted to them because it, like, feels rapey, you know? Yeah, you got to have some sort of, like, back and forth where you're, like, oh, man, there's, like, you know, it's, like, this flirty vibe between us. If they're straight, they're not going to throw that back at you. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's um? You've been you've been dating, dude. You on that grinder? Uh, grinders, not my thing. Like, okay. It, it feels too openly casual because, like, even though I'm gay now, I, I would say I still kind of hold. I do. I still kind of hold the Christian type vibe of like I want to get to know someone first. So you're not you're not into casually having sex with people. Nah, it's a control thing. I think like you don't know. Like I usually don't drink that much if I'm at a bar because I like to drive home. Okay. Like I'm weird with like Uber and stuff. I just like to I like to control. Like I have to have the control of like just driving myself places. Yep. So I, I do it more for social reasons and less for like I'm getting trash. But okay, so let's say though you meet a dude on um, like a dating app. Do you have yeah. dating apps? Yeah, I use Tinder mostly. Okay, so you're on Tinder. You meet a dude. He's cool. You guys hang out. Are are you looking? Are you looking for a boyfriend, or are you like, are you down to like to uh, like hook up and maybe yeah, see where it goes? Maybe not though. Or are you pretty straight laced? Uh, I think that really depends on the guy. Okay. Like, if I really like the guy, and I'm like, oh, he's someone I want to, like, hang out with my family with. Like, you know, like, like I I like him enough that I would, like, show him to my family. Okay. Then I would probably take it more seriously. But, like, if it's just, like, a, and I, and I recognize it, I'm like, uh, his personality's eh, but he's really cute. I I have I have done casual stuff, but okay. it's not my like my like go to thing. Okay, cool. So you're what I'm hearing is you're like I'm down to meet people and take it from there. Yeah, maybe serious, maybe not. But how does that feel being comfortable? And being like, dude, I'm going to be, like, sexualized. I'm going to, like, I am here, and I'm queer, and I'm down to do... You know what I mean? Because you've spent so much of your life being like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't do this. I'm going to have sex with a woman because that's what I do. How does it feel to be honest with yourself and with the world? I think it's definitely more healthy. Um, Like, for instance... I've been working out a lot recently, actually. Like, I lost, like, 40 pounds. That's what's up, dude. That's a lot yeah. of pounds, man. Yeah, I've just been, like, running, like, three miles every day. What sparked that? Um, I think it was kind of just, like, I was at a place where I was noticing, like, me, like, gain weight faster. And it got to a point where I was, like, if I don't, do it now then it's just downhill from here okay so it was a moment like a come to jesus moment where you're like this is where i'm not comfortable looking like how i look and feeling how i feel and potential health effects yeah but also you want to like look good though for you know what i mean like you're trying now it's like dude you're trying to attract a mate 
Yeah, I think that also had a big part to do with it. Um, and you have more of a motivation if you know you can openly just do it. You know, you can just be that. So you like have more motivation to like look good. How's that? How's that been? How how does that feel? What do you you said you're running three miles every day? Yeah, it's on an elliptical, but I just don't like. I have bad knees because I have flat feet, so I can't really run like outside. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice because my parents have one that I just never did for some stupid reason, and it's like right next to our like shower, so. I just do it for like an hour every day. That's awesome, man. It's been like, I always take like one day off, but like, like a week, but it's been like a consistent, I went to Italy a few weeks ago with my family, which was super fun. That's awesome. But, uh, but we walked a lot during then, so I didn't really gain any weight back. Uh, and so yeah, it's just been like making sure I do it every single day. Because I knew I'd gain, I would lose weight a lot faster if I was just like burning calories every single day. That's it, dude. If you exercise every day and burn more calories than you would have not exercising, you will lose weight. Yeah, because I don't. I didn't really have like a really unhealthy lifestyle, like eating wise. It was just uh, when I when, actually when I went in the hospital. So I, I lost 40 pounds, like, when I was manic my first time, I lost, like, 40 pounds, like, super fast, because mm-hmm. I, I was super manic. And when I get in the hospital, it's not manic anymore, and they were putting, like, all these, like, weird drugs in me that were making me, like, super, have a huge appetite. I gained, like, 70 pounds back, like, in a few weeks. Right. And then it was just... I, I don't have a thyroid gland, so I can't really, like, it's hard for me to lose weight if I'm not just, like, trying super hard. Right. Which I, which I have been. But, so it's just, like, a hard, like, if I, for me to lose weight, I have to, like, it has to be, like, a drastic life change. Well, that's, the, like, that's the way to go, though, man. That's what you're doing. Not only are you losing weight, but you're also developing self-discipline, you know? Yeah, and also, like, confidence. Dude, how do you feel? How do you feel now about you and yourself? It already is a lot better. Um, I definitely, like, it's gotten to a point now where I'm like, uh, it's definitely become a habit, which is great. That was my goal. Just work out for 30 days straight and just create a habit, and then it's there, which is the good thing. That's, dude, you know what? You got it, man. That's... That's what it is. Now, you're going to be, when you don't go and, like, you spend an hour on the elliptical, you're now going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Um, and actually, I was listening to a podcast, and some something a podcast, uh, someone on a podcast said was the thing that really, like, motivated me the most. They said, uh, when it came to, like, motivation, they were just talking like like picture like the worst hell that you could think of for yourself like living okay um and like just have that in your mind and like how how do you not get to that point okay so you see the worst possible scenario and then you do whatever you can to make sure that you don't even get anywhere close to that hell yeah 
What podcast was that? Um, I actually don't. It was someone on Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who, but it was really not really the person that stuck with me. It was the what they said. Right. That's, um, that's what I love about podcasts. They're just like little tiny things that you're like, that's going to be there forever. Yeah. And it helped a lot. It was like, right. I already had started working out, but it was like once a week. Yeah. Because I hadn't worked out really ever in like three years. Right. Due to like weird depression stuff and just like not really, it's just not a part of my lifestyle at that point. And uh, so even like once a week was weird for me. And then once I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to go harder than this if I want to like see results fast. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You gotta, you gotta make it part of your life. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Dude, you sound you sound great, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I also, like, I am on a new medication that I, I started taking, like, right before I started working out again. And I think that helped a lot, too. Cool, dude. So, you've been, you've been good for a while. Yeah, since, like, January. That's amazing, man. Go back and listen. If you're listening now, listen to Nolan's old podcasts. And uh, I think that'll be a good uh, way to see. I, I don't know. I feel like that'd be an awesome way to like listen into both your, you know, all three of your last ones and kind of seeing where you are now versus where you have been in the past. Yeah, it's definitely a drastic difference. So, okay. So, this is what I've been doing lately. What's what's the takeaway? Like for you, if there's someone that you can say, hey, I'm Nolan Miller, and this is something I've learned in my life, and uh, I hope it sticks with you. Um, I, I would say that, um, that, that honesty isn't overrated. Like... Oftentimes you feel like uh, if you're honest, you'll hurt feelings or not be who people like who people want you to be, but you'll be more free with yourself and you won't feel like you're, you're like have this like secret that you have to like keep, which like just, it, it really gets like depressing and it doesn't really help anyone and you, you can be like a better you if you're just like true with people and honest with people about who you are. Dude, I, I love it, man. I think, I mean, I've experienced that in my own life. Yeah. Um, and being true to yourself. Not yeah, trying sure. to lie and say you're someone you're not. Yeah. Well, awesome, dude. Um, plug your stuff. Where can we see those videos? Um, yeah, it's uh, they're all on YouTube. Uh, and also, if you look up, so it's inter, Introverse Productions. Um. And if you look about up on Facebook, we have a Facebook page with all our with all our films 
on it. And then also on YouTube. It's harder to find on YouTube, so probably go through Facebook. Um, and we have, like a, we have a cool logo and stuff. Introverse Productions? Yeah. Cool, man. Um, well, yeah. This, are you still doing uh, that show at the your brother's brewery? I I stopped it because it was getting like too financially hefty for me. Oh, okay. I had to like pay for people uh, to like work it every single time. Oh, really? And I kind of yeah, it, it was like too stressful for me. I I I, I just kind of recognized I wasn't a showrunner. That was really it, dude. That's we realize. Come to those conclusions quick. I've I've done the same. I do this podcast over the phone because I'm not, uh, I'm not an extrovert, and I can't have someone in my apartment that I don't know for all four the, hours. Yeah, and you have it like every week, so you're just inviting all these strangers to your apartment. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah, that was not a scalable option, man. That's what I realized. I realized yeah. I probably too late, but. Uh, yeah, learn quick, man. Like, I had never met you before I did the first podcast at your place. <laughs> Dude, there were so many... You know, it was cool. It was cool in a lot of ways, and it was an awesome experience. You yeah. know, the fact that, like, you know, I did that with... Wow, I'm getting nostalgic. Yeah, uh -huh. I did that with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, uh yeah, it's just... I'm all, yeah, no. And I'm also making, uh, actually, uh, like, a feature film in November. Oh, cool. What's that yeah, called? A, uh, I don't know the name yet, because I'm, like, three-fourths of the way writing it. Like, I have the idea, and I already, like, have it. It's, like, one of those things where, like, I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and pre-plan this so it motivates me to finish writing it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that way, like, if I don't get it done, it, like, I'll, like, disappoint people kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it'll be, like, an hour and a half. It'll be, like, a full length. And a lot of, like, local comics from the indie scene are going to be in that. A few actually from like different scenes across the country too. Dude, I love it, man. Yeah, it'll be, it should be fun. Um, well, great. Thanks a lot, man. No uh, problem. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, for sure. Let's uh, we'll pretend uh, we'll pretend to hang up the phone real quick, and then I'll tell you those the people. Uh, okay. you know, I'll tell you right now. It was. It was Brett Bowser, been on the podcast, and Mike Frank. Yeah. And Mike who? And Mike Frank. Okay. Uh, Brett Bowser's on the podcast tomorrow, and I'll definitely bring that up with him then, because it'll be <laughs> funny. I don't know why I was high. I'm like, I'm just going to say it. Who cares? What What was he? Was he the one that talked about the uh, poly polygamous stuff? No, Brett. No, Brett's... Um, no, no, you'll hear. He'll be on the podcast in the next two weeks. You'll you'll recognize him. Yeah. But we were all chilling out one day, and he was super physically affectionate with Mike Frank. And Mike Frank <laughs> didn't seem to mind at all. And I was yeah. looking at him, and I was like, maybe I'm not a woke dude, but that right there would make me uncomfortable.
I got it. But uh, I don't like. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't like it when like when people get offended by that. I'm like, no, like it's not who they are. Like, right. You can't get mad at someone for being who they are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it was just it was funny to me. Yeah. Because at first I thought you were talking about like Mike Holinsky. Oh, but he would. Yeah, I mean, same. Because uh, like I've seen him be pretty affectionate with straight dudes before, but yeah, no, not yeah. Um, yeah. well, cool, man. Um, yeah. this has been this was awesome, dude. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I actually had like a pretty good one this time, so I felt like it was a good share. Hey, they're all good, man. Anytime you want to do it, you're always welcome. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait a little bit. I feel like I've been on too many times. No, never. Huh. Well, uh, how's California going? Do um, you like it? It's hot. It's hot? Yeah, dude. How hot was it yesterday? Here, wait, we got to do that. I'll, I'll tell you how hot it is. You got to say bye, though. Oh, sorry. Say bye to everyone. Bye. Later.